Hey, everybody. Good afternoon. This is Scott, and uh, thank you so much for listening. Um, so today I want to talk about a encounter I had um, Tuesday. Um, historically, um, back in 2018, I decided to have a um, do a prayer walk around the uh, community that I live in here in Stanton, Virginia. And um, as I was... Uh, walking, usually I always walk into people, uh, talk to people. Um, sometimes people hit me up for money uh, or food. Um, so it was one of those things where, you know, you never know what's going to happen. I usually get there just to do my prayer walk, and and that's it. Um, so then um, on Tuesday, I'm doing my traditional walk and <clears throat> there's this time halfway through my walk where I walk up to the top of a parking garage of the uh, Stonewall Jackson Hotel because I get a nice view kind of over the city of Stanton and that's usually when I kind of meditate up there I pray for the city up there and it's just a and usually if I have other people join me sometimes this is also where I ask people like you know, is there anything that I can pray for you for? So it's a time of community and praying for one another. So it's about five flights of stairs. So I begin walking up these stairs, and right when I get to the top part of the stairs, I turn the corner and I startle um, a man who's sleeping in the stairwell. And he's apologized to me. I'm like, oh, no, you know, that's okay. So I walk by him and I go up and I notice that in the um, the actual parking lot on the uh, top of the the very top of the parking garage that there is a glasses case there. So I went to go pick them up and asked, went back, asked them, "Hey, are these your glasses?" He said, "Oh yeah, thank you, sir, so much." So he so he grabbed them and went back over to the roof and just started to pray and meditate. And then afterwards, as I was walking back, he was still there. So I just asked him, hey, do you, do you need anything? Do you want any food or something to drink? And he said, oh, a cup of hot coffee would be nice. So I walked down the stairs, buy a large uh, coffee over at um, Cranberries right there. And then I walked back up and give him his coffee and really just started talking to him, getting to know his name and was just kind of hearing his story. And um, this is a guy who really was just released from prison. He's been traveling. He's been trying to get to Stanton because his um, case manager's here to kind of help him get to a place where he can stay to get a shower and just be able to help him find some work. Um, just hearing his story, just um, hearing about the, how he got to prison um, to what happened while he was in prison, while he was in prison, his, his wife passed away and she was also carrying uh, their unborn child. So he lost his wife and his child while he was in prison and, because he had no way to help pay the bills or anything, lost everything that he owned in the home, like, like lost everything, like even like 
birth certificates, identification, like all that stuff was gone. Um, so, you know, really down on his luck, had a horrible time in prison, just was tired, feeling like he was treated like garbage. Um, just really down on his luck and always kept saying like, you know, I know I'm a sinner and I'm done. So I kind of mentioned, well, you know, I'm a pastor. Is it okay if I prayed with you? Immediately perked up, got excited. It's like, yes, please, please. Um, you know, ended up putting out a cigarette that he had and, and I just started to pray for him. And, and after I was done praying for him, he like squeezed my hands really hard and he just started praying for me and praying for my church and the people in the church and the ministry and really was just pouring his heart out uh, to the Lord in prayer. And it was one of those things where I couldn't tell if my eyes were tearing up due to the cold weather or if I am just was just moved by the spirit in this, but it was just a very... Um, spirit-filled time um, in having this encounter. And um, we began to talk some more, and I was probably up in that uh, stairwell for at least 15, 20 minutes uh, just talking to him, um, you know, just trying to tell him, like, hey, you know, if you go here, they will help you get some food and at least get you a shower because really all he wanted was, like, a nice hot shower. You know, he didn't care about money. He didn't care really about food. He just wanted, he just wanted hot coffee and a shower. Um, why he was waiting for his case manager to show up uh, so, to so that he can get the help he needed, and um, you know that encounter was just so moving to me um, for a couple reasons. Um, first, there was kind of that redemption part of it because even at that moment, I was able to you know lead him lead him to Christ as he kept talking about his sins and. You know, there's that verse in uh, John twenty twenty one where when Jesus breathes the Holy Spirit on the disciples and he tells the disciples, you know, if you forgive a man of their sins, they are forgiven. And if you don't forgive a man of their sins, they're not forgiven. So Jesus essentially gave the power uh, to uh, the disciples um, to forgive people's sins in the name of Jesus. So I was able to do that and kind of lead them back to Christ and and repent from everything, and even just kind of helped him navigate his thoughts as he still was hard on himself. I'm like, you know what? Scripture doesn't tell us that we're worthless. You know, we're we're worthy, and God loves us and everything else. So it's kind of pushing that, um, you know, helping him that. It was also kind of, so there was the redemption part on that side of meeting with this gentleman. Uh, the other side was just the redemption part of, uh, for me, because in the fall of last year, uh, I was walking and I just had a lot of stuff. And the prayer walk was more of, okay, let me go, take some time to pray, walk through quickly so I can get back to my office and uh, get stuff ready. Especially, um, you know, for me, you know, I had a very not so great experience last year in the summer. And, um, anytime when there's pain or anytime when someone questions my character or anything like that, it's always like, well, I'm going to prove, I'm going to prove people wrong. So sometimes I get so caught up in my own head and my own thoughts that I kind <clears> of, <throat> excuse me, miss 
kind of kind of miss the opportunities God puts in front of me to be able to minister. And there was this woman who was on the streets, and she asked for some coffee. And I said, oh, I don't have any money, which I didn't have any bills, but I did have credit cards. So I could easily went in and use my credit card to pay for this woman's coffee. Didn't, just went through my prayer walk. And when I got to, again, the top of the Stonewall Jackson thing where I had that time of meditation, just really felt convicted by not helping her out. So I ended up leaving, walking down, went some coffee, bought some coffee, went to go find her. She was no longer there. Uh, so I felt really bad about it um, and really just kind of, you know, asked God to forgive me and and even just kind of, you know, God, please, please give me another opportunity to be able to to witness to witness to someone about the hope that I have, um, which again comes from First Peter three fifteen, which is the New Living Translation said, instead, you must worship Christ as Lord of your life. And if someone asks about your hope as a believer, always be ready to explain it. And then another verse about this situation comes from Hebrews 13.2. It says, don't forget to show hospitality to strangers. For some who have done this have entertained angels without realizing it. And, you know, recently I've been reading books on hospitality just because it's been something that's been interest of me as far as what is biblical hospitality and how does that look in the overall community that we live in and how can that be a very, a place for healing and transformation. And as I was reading um, a book called Hospitality Comes with a House, house Key, uh, you know, there's those opportunities where it's like, you know, biblical hospitality is is really important. And as I dived into it, it was just something that was just uh, so powerful and just being able to be hospitable to this man in the stairwell, uh, just being able to meet him right where he was, um, you know, be able to, in a way, take his lead. Like he wanted coffee. You know, I even asked, do you want prayer? He did. And was telling me about his story and especially his relationship with the Lord and his relationship in the Christian community. And, and it was just so wonderful to just be able to be a blessing uh, to that person in their time of need. But at the same way, him being a blessing uh, to me of just being encouraging and praying for God's blessing upon me and my ministry and upon my church. And, you know, that's really what a biblical community and especially a hospitable community does is that they are able to love people right where they are and also walk with them and encourage them to be the type of followers that Christ calls us to be, regardless if they're a new Christian or a Christian who has lost their way or even a Christian has been in the church for 20 years, you know, it's just, it was that rebuking and that encouragement to help us be the type of people, to be the type of community that God calls us to be. So hopefully you're encouraged by this. Uh, Hopefully this, listen to this podcast or this story, hopefully opens up your eyes. And I hope and I pray that it opens up your eyes for all you who listen uh, to this podcast or watch this live feed video um, to just be aware of your surroundings. I remember uh, Dr. Terry Wardle when I was at a formational prayer seminar 
in Ashland like years ago, you know, talked about how he'd always like pray, pray to senses prayer where he always prayed for God to open his up his eyes, to see those who are hurting, to open up his sense of touch, his taste, his smell, his hearing, uh, his, his, you know, op- all five senses, just have the Lord open them up to just be aware of God's presence and even just how God is leading him to be able to serve those in the community. So may that be a prayer for you. May that continue to be a prayer for myself um, as I continue to uh, impact the people in my community for Christ. All right. Hope you guys are having a wonderful afternoon. I know it's mostly, especially here in Virginia, it's frigid cold. I know it's probably colder in other places, especially if you're listening to in Ohio or uh, uh, Indiana, Illinois, or even Michigan and Minnesota. I know it's it's freezing up there. So um, stay warm, stay safe, and I'll talk to you next Thursday. Bye.